This is an important announcement. Normal service has been resumed. Welcome to Wolfstag with your host, Michael Jones. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 9, season 3 of Wolfstag. Your self-care and happy podcast. Or at least that's what I try and make it. So apologies for last week's aberration of an episode. For those of you that aren't footy fans, um, yeah, sorry about last week. Things needed to be said. Things were said. Got it off my chest now. Looks like it's all sorted. Or is it? Well, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna mention a little bit of a nugget of that later on um, when I do the Wolfstag week next. Uh, but this week's episode, uh, the couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, firstly, is this weekend coming? So if you're listening to this Friday morning, it's it's starting uh, later on today. Uh, is a social media blackout for Black Lives Matter, uh, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that later on. It's something I'm going to be taking part in. Um, so if I go silent over the weekend, a little bit uh, MIA, don't worry about me, I'm doing this. Um, and then also, after a little chat that I had recently, it got me thinking about as much as I encourage exercise for people as part of self-care and the five elements of self-care, um, not everybody's really engaged um, with with exercise. So I just want to have a little bit of a talk around that because I think it's important to consider, you know, f- finding the thing that works for you. So without uh, elaborating on that too much, I'm going to put that to one side and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, also got a lovely little poem for you. I have been writing, at, as is my want. It is what I do, for I am a poet. Um, yeah, so I've come up with, with, uh, with another one for later on for you. Um, so that is what this week's episode looks like with the potential or not for an extra little unknown nugget dropped in between. It kind of depends where my brain goes over the recording of this episode. So if I've not mentioned it in the intro here, it's because I haven't thought of it yet. Um, but hey, that's me. That's what makes this so fun, isn't it? So without further ado, let's get on with the Wolfstag Week. So what's been happening in the world of Wolfstag this week? Well, great last weekend, guys. Last last week when the when the football episode came came out, um, I had for that Friday. I booked a day off work because I booked tickets for Chester Zoo. Um, for those of you who are local, you will know this place. It's amazing. If you're outside of the area, uh, even abroad, if you ever get a chance to visit Old Blighty and you're in this neck of the woods, um, get yourselves over to Chester Zoo. It is the most incredible place. Deserves um, all our support because it does an awful lot of good work for conservation. Um, and that can't be you know, more important at the moment, uh, can it really? So anything that we can do to protect uh, the wildlife, you know, of the world, then, you know, we, we do it. And they do some fantastic stuff, breeding programs and so on to protect these species, you know, with, with a lot of endangered species and, and, and even more getting endangered, it seems, you know, day from day. Um, so I went to the zoo 
and it was like the gods were shining on me because the sun came out. Um, and it's great for a walk as well. I love it. And I'm, it's it's fantastic now that the place is open because I've, I've been a member for a little while now. Um, so I pay my membership and I can just drop, drop in whenever I want to. Um, in normal times, without booking, you just turn up and go in. Um, through these COVID times, as they've now reopened, we're booking, so it has to be a little bit more planned. But hopefully, as things get better, we'll just be able to drop in again. Because I love it. I like. I've talked about this before. I've now, you know, I like walking. Uh, I like going out and walking. Um, and there's some places around here which is cool. Uh, but the zoo is always fantastic. There is always, and this is, I mean, going for ages now, I've been going for years, there's always something new. And there's always an animal that you haven't seen before. Because they do tend to hide from me for some reason. Must be the wolf. They think I'm going to eat them. I won't. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like there's always, there's always a new site. There's always something new. There's always a new behavior. And it's brilliant. So I spent the day at the zoo and it was absolutely lovely. Um, spent the weekend cooking again. <laughs> That's what I do. I do like it. I do like getting into the kitchen. Um, doing some pizzas. Did some Moroccan food on Saturday night with my own flatbreads. Thank you, Mr. Jamie Oliver, for the uh, for the recipe for, for doing flatbreads now. Um, Self-raising flour and uh, Greek yogurt. Four big tablespoons of of self-raising flour and four tablespoons of yogurt not not not, it's not heaped you can't heap it can you it's liquid um but yeah it mixes up to this this amazing dough and you season it up put whatever you want to in there um and it does in it does in minutes literally in minutes you just you know you haven't like like with a normal bread though you've got to let let it prove this you don't you just you know make your dough roll it out you know make your flat bread bang them in a pan minute aside or whatever you need need to do, depending on the heat of your pan. Um, and it just makes these really lovely flatbreads. And it just, it's great little accompaniment to have. Um, the thing is, though, right, this is what I've realised lately, because I have been sort of had a little bit of the, the, the cooking bug. So I've been making pasta, been making pizza, been doing flatbreads, been making my own mayonnaise. Brilliant to make this stuff at home tastes so much better than the shop bought stuff problem is though puts on the weight <laughs> oh does it ever oh my word i hopped on the scales this week and i'm not going to give you numbers wasn't happy with it so i decided that and and you know what the walking wasn't enough the yeah i've been doing a lot of walking but the walking wasn't enough obviously i tipped the scales too far in one direction in terms of calories in compared to calories out so I thought I'd better do some exercises. So I've been doing it every morning. Um, got me got some weights, do some uh, press-ups, do some sit-ups. The one thing that caught me off guard was I've been doing some uh, lunges, uh, squats with a medicine ball. I've got a 12-kilo medicine ball, so I hold the medicine ball and I squat down. And I did a load of those. Now, my problem is this, right? There's, there's, and this is a, something I need to recognize. Um, there tends to be no middle ground with me. So it's either nothing or full on. So I was doing these full on squats. Well, for the next three days, I walked like a giraffe having a drink. Seriously, my thighs were burning. 
I was hobbling around like an old man. Now, if someone I know is listening to this right now, shut up because I know what you're thinking, right? But it was, yeah, they burn. Oh, my word, they burn. They're, they're bare now. I'm all right now. It recovers. I just need to keep it going and keep the exercise going. It was just a muscle group that I hadn't used in a while, really. You know, you, you use it when you're walking, but not that, that sort of like, you know, squat up and down type thingy. Um, but it's good. It's good. It's fine. Builds muscle, builds exercise. Um, so I'm, I'm proper happy with that. So, yeah, so if I'm going to carry on cooking sort of like, you know, lots of breads and things laden with, with oil and butter, um, then I really need to, yeah, I need to up the exercise to compensate for that or just just spread it out a little bit. Just I don't need to be making pizza every day. See, autistic brain. <laughs> it finds a thing and goes completely nuts. Um, but, hey, but it wouldn't be me if I didn't do stuff like that. Um, now, okay. Right, I am going to mention this one because um, it's it's important to well, it's a, it's a kind of a little bit of a milestone moment, really, because after last week's episode all about the football and you know our clubs pulled out of it, things started to return to normal. Still, a little bit of political shenanigans going on from certain clubs in the background, it seems, um, but it does seem like normal service has been resumed uh, for for our footy. Um, what was really good, though, this weekend, well, the game wasn't good because City and Spurs played the final of the Carabao Cup. Anybody know what a Carabao is, by the way? I don't know. I've never actually heard of them outside of the Carabao Cup. Um, but they played the Cup final at Wembley, um, which normally holds uh, about 80,000 people, Wembley Stadium. Um, and all our stadiums have been, you know, for the last 12 months, as you'll have seen, sports events they've been empty uh but for this weekend they let in eight thousand fans masked up uh socially distanced spread out but fans were were back into a football stadium for the first time in a long time and it was heartening to see it it really was because it feels like that's another step in the right direction and let's hope we keep making these steps in the right direction Unlike the Egypt who are out in London at the weekend, you know, I've mentioned this a few weeks ago now, that if we followed the rules, you know, we could absolutely get through this. And, you know, we could, we could, I mean, we're never going to eradicate COVID, but it'll be something that we can live with and we can start to get rid of some of these lockdown things. Um, but what did they do at, at the weekend in, in London? Hold an anti-lockdown protest. I mean, what is wrong with you? Just have a bit of patience. I know it's been 12 months, over 12 months now. But just hold your water. We are returning to normal. We don't need crowds of unmasked people, you know, parading through the streets and potentially making a situation worse. We've seen it abroad. India at the moment is in the depths of hell with this. Uh, we've seen a third wave across Europe uh, already, and they've struggled with it. Although apparently Portugal's doing well. Good on you, Portugal. Um, but still, we need to just come on, guys. Just have a little bit more time, a little bit more patience, right? Sometimes, you know, the best, you know, medicine is is bitter going down, but it does us it does us good in the end. 
So don't ruin it for everybody. Please, just, just follow the rules for a few more weeks. We're getting there. It'll all be fine. And there's some lovely weather at the moment, so it's actually really nice to be sat outside in beer gardens. I don't, want to be, I don't particularly want to be sat in a dark pub when the sun is shining outside. I like my beer cold and in the sunshine. Um, and it's lovely. It's nice. Um, um, I was out this week as well, went out for food, went out for drinks. Um, and it's just, it's just nice to socialise again. It just felt normal again to be sat at a dining table and, and have a waiter and order food uh, and go and have drinks with other people around and just listen to the chatter of, of, of people just enjoying themselves. You know, it was a lovely experience and, and let's hope we can keep that. So everybody, listen, I'm, you're, you're on a warning now. Behave yourselves because I don't want to lose this. I'm glad I've got it back. So yeah, that's been... That's been pretty much the week for me, really. Anything else I can think of? Nah, it's all been good. Right, how's your week been? Exercise. I can, that's not an instruction, by the way. That's just me saying the word exercise in my, oh God, was that really Alan Partridgey? Everybody do some exercise. Um, I was with a friend on Monday night, and we were chatting about stuff. I was I was telling her about <laughs> my forays into cooking and the fact that I seem to be made an awful lot of uh, fat and stodgy food and I put weight on. So I was I was exercising again. So I was telling her about about the exercises I was doing and stuff. And and, and I know she was getting into to yoga and doing these these things. And we got onto the subject of how. We end up falling out of it because, well, I think both of us are, are kind of, we're on the same page here. If it doesn't grab our attention, we have really short attention spans. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get bored quickly and drift off, um, which is which is probably why we're friends, because we, we tend to do to engage each other in, in stupidity uh, an awful lot. You, you know who you are, don't you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we were thinking about it, and we were both kind of saying, yeah, you know, it's not not all exercises for everybody, you know. When, and when I talk about when I talk about self care and that elements of self care being exercise, I think a lot of people think, well, it needs to be time set out of my day, and I put my gym gear on, or I join a gym, or whatever it is. And you know what? It absolutely doesn't have to be. Um, we we walked nearly five miles um while we were to sort of well i mean to be fair we were hopping from pub to pub and then we went and got food so um <laughs> but but still it was it was um we were still doing a lot of walking and i said like do you know what this is it's still exercise you know as long as you're not just sat there doing nothing being sedentary you know sitting as the new smoking did you hear me say that before it's true, um, but it was lovely. We were in Chester. Chester's a beautiful city. Um, it is my it is my favourite place on earth. Um, genuinely, that's a big statement, that isn't it? Uh, but it is. I absolutely love being there. I love the vibe. I love the atmosphere. I love the little shops. I love the bars and restaurants. Um, yeah, kind of. 
I'm a, I'm a, I will, I'm a, I am a Cestrian by default. Cestrian, not a Chestonian or anything like that. Anybody that comes from Chester is a Cestrian. Um, I was born there, basically because that's where the hospital was. I mean, I was home in a couple of days and I've been in Ellesmereport ever since. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I was literally born in the city. So if anybody says otherwise, shush. But it's the place that, it's the place that I do get drawn to. Um, but the point being is because it is such a lovely place to be, in the same way being by the coast is a lovely place to be, or being in, you know, in, in a national park, you know, a national trust site, you know, in the lakes, you know, the Peak District, wherever it might be, all, you know, in countryside, in nature, all really, really lovely places to be, which you want to walk around and explore. And you find that you, when you do that, when you find those places that really engage your imagination, and, and especially if you're with other people and you're chatting and you're talking, you walk for miles and you don't even think about it. Now, if I said to any of you, let's go let's go for a five-mile walk, you'd probably go, oh, do you know, do we, do we have to? You know, you'd be ums and ahs. And, uh, but if I said, hey, let's let's do a bit of a, a tour around Chester and we'll go and get a bite to eat and we'll go and get a drink. And at the end of the day, you go, you know, you look at your smartwatches and you go, blimey, did you realise how far we've walked there? Right, you do it because you're not thinking about the exercise. You're engaging in something lovely. And that's kind of the point, right? Just do something active that, and don't think about the exercise element of it. You know, go to a garden center, go to go to the shops, you know, walk to see a friend, book a table, you know, at, at, your, at your pub tonight and just, you know, walk there which you should be doing anyway. Don't drink and drive people. Um, but still, you know, you know, whatever it is, you know, where you would normally take the car, if it's, if it's in walking distance, just, just do that. Enjoy the journey. You know, it, it doesn't have to be joining a sweaty gym, which is no disrespect to gyms. They do their thing. And for some people that works, but that's the point. You find the thing that works for you. Okay. So try it this weekend. It's going to be, we've got a bank holiday weekend this weekend. So just just get out, enjoy the good weather. Assuming we've got good weather. It is Britain after all. You know, we only have two seasons, June and winter. Um, so I'm hoping what the lovely days we've had are not the only lovely days we're going to have. Now, without looking at the weather forecast at the moment, this is going to come back and bite me. I'm telling everybody to go out. It's probably going to blow a gale, isn't it? But hey, get out anyway. Billy Connolly said, there's no such thing as bad weather, just the wrong clothes. So put some waterproof on and get your bum out the door. Um, yeah, I'm just, just find what works for you guys. Give it a go. So starting today, if you're listening to this uh, on the Friday morning that it goes out, um, but starting from 3pm on Friday, April 30th, if you're listening to this, so 3 o'clock this afternoon, uh, up until 11.59 on Monday, 11.59pm, so a minute to midnight on Monday the 3rd, which is which is our bank holiday, there is going to be a social media blackout that has been supported by the FA, all the football associations, uh, the clubs, 
uh, and the players um, as a message to social media to take a better stand against racism. Um, now, racism, discrimination, you know, of all kinds is abhorrent. But this issue of racism is one that really needs to be tackled um, because we're seeing it still. We're seeing it in society. We're seeing it at football matches. We saw it recently uh, with some racist chanting. Um, and it's and it's not good enough from certain quarters of, of society. You know, you've, you've got to do better than that. And, you know, you should be better than that. Um, but there's been um, a fight now with social media. Um, because as social media being social media the way that it is, and the accusations of this have been going around for a while now, that they don't police their their sites as well as they should do. Um, and they've not tackled the issue of racism as well as they should do. So coming from football quarters, they're encouraging people to do this blackout, to send a message to Facebook, to Instagram, to Twitter, to let them know that as enough is enough. Um, and we won't, you know, we're not going to uh, stand for it anymore. Now, this has really been buoyed by the fact that I think we've realised this last week. As, as a sports fan, um, I think not just a sports fan, but sports fans realised this week that there's we do hold an awful lot of power when we all shout with one voice. Um, and, it, and it had an effect on you know, um, this plan for this European Super League. But we were rightly called on that is, is and I mentioned it last week, James Bamford, who was the Fulham player, uh, said, why can't we, you know, gather together and, and, and use our collective voices to end things like racism in society? And do you know what? He was absolutely right. Absolutely right. It takes more than a few people just putting tweets and messages out there to get something done we've got to really as a collective come together and make a stand make our point so um everybody's been encouraged so again it's from uh friday the 30th of april 3 p.m okay until one minute to midnight on uh monday the 3rd of may which is which is our bank holiday monday all right so it's that whole weekend of a blackout i'm going to be doing it and just before three clear, three o'clock, three three clock. That's the Gallic version. Um, just before three o'clock on Friday, I'll just put a little message out across the board just to say that I am going. Um, I am blacking out for for that period of time. Um, so yeah, if you want to join in, make a stand. Um, <laughs> don't speak. If that makes sense. Uh, they encourage you to do that um, because yeah, we are stronger together. This week's Wolfstag poem I've written to coincide with the social media blackout we're going to be having uh, this weekend to uh, hopefully tackle racism. Um, it's not going to solve anything, but again, it's people making their voices heard in the silence uh, and by silence and with silence. So as such, that was an idea that Swirled Around My Head uh, and I've written this poem called Silence. Silence is not enough, but sometimes it's all we have when words bounce off armour and penetrable and resilient. 
So we stand silent and proud, and that silence is loud. So it deafens those ears of those who wouldn't hear, but now they do. We are many, not few, and together we implore and shout racism no more. tell you what I've been thinking about lately and completely tied into this idea I suppose of mindfulness and having having something where you can you can go and really indulge your thinking and indulge your creativity um now you obviously know at this point that I write poetry and I've, and I've, and I've published poetry it's kind of part of what I've included in in the podcast being being that sort of written form uh, that I can that I can speak, the podcast is a is a perfect place for that. Um, I also love a bit of photography. I don't post an awful lot of that stuff, uh, really. Um, I've dabbled with websites in the past and put some of those those bits out there, but I kind of like keeping a lot of that stuff for myself. But what I used to like to do as a kid, and I haven't. Um, engaged in it in ages is art. I used to be. I was. I was the kid that was known as the artist growing up. You know that I was always drawing, and I was used. To, I always used to draw from comic books and and try and sort of like you know f- uh, learn you know how to draw in that sort of like comic book style. So I was really keen on doing stuff like that, and then painting like painting i like using different mediums but picking up a pencil and just sketching was something that i used to to absolutely love doing um and i've still got a portfolio folder full of full of my artwork from back in the day which i'm massively sort of like critical of but that's that's kind of me anyway um it's, it's different with poetry once i once i write a poem because it's words and it follows a structure um i'm kind of i get to the point where i'm done with it and i put it out there um and i won't return to it to rewrite it my approach to art was always a little bit different and i heard someone say once an an artist never finishes a painting they just abandon it um and that's absolutely right because i always look at the stuff i've created with a really critical eye uh, and think, I could have done that a bit better if I could just work on that a little bit more. Well, you can't. You get, you get to a place where you have to go right in. Do you know what? It's done. It is what it is. Um, but I suppose because I've been led and drawn into different areas, whether it be work, whether it be different creative stuff that's taken off, I've really not picked up a pencil in a long time. And I'm really thinking now about you know, doing it again. And this again came from a conversation with, with, with my friend this week. And we were, we were talking about art and, and, and being creative because we're both really kind of arty, creative people. So there's a, there's a lot of ground there that we, that we talk about. And I said like, oh, look at those guys, you know, I, I haven't done, I haven't done sketching. I haven't picked up a paintbrush in a long time. And she was, you absolutely need to do it. So I think I'm going to start giving it another go um and see what i come up with and I'll, I'll i'll maybe i'll share some of this stuff um on on social media you know and you can see how i'm getting getting on with some of the sketches uh that i do don't know what it'll be yet 
Um, don't know what I'll paint, don't know what I'll draw, literally no idea, don't even know what style at the moment, it'll be just however the mood takes me, which is pretty much how I approach writing poetry, you know, what comes out is 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 often where I am in that given moment of time, in the mood that I'm in, and the feelings that I'm feeling, you know, and, and the events that's happened, and I'll, I'll, I'll come up with a line, with a word, and, and follow that through, and it kind of feels like sometimes it writes itself and I think for me drawing is is it can be very much the same way is is I'll draw it'll end up drawing itself I, I am kind of the instrument of creativity if that doesn't sound too pompous and pretentious but that's how it feels like it sometimes it doesn't feel directed by me sometimes you just feel like a bit of a a conduit to the to the line you know to the word um but that's the fun of it, just just seeing where where you're going to be taken, where you're going to go, what it's going to turn into. Some of the things that I've started creating never, you know, never get to that point where I think it's going to be. They'll take a little sort of like left turn along the way and turn into something different. And it's great, right? And art is, art is, is, is what it is. You know, it's um, it's one of those things. I honestly, I do genuinely believe this that we should teach art in schools, but we shouldn't grade it. We should we should teach uh, styles and techniques and teach history of art, so people know what comes before. But then we should just let the kids just create what they want to create, and we just look at it for its merit. Because you know as well as I do, we can all go into art galleries, you know, modern and more traditional ones, and we will all see different things. We will have our likes, we will have our dislikes. Uh, and for me, I was very always very uncomfortable with, you know, who are you as a as as an examiner to say whether the piece of art that I've created is is valid or worthwhile or better than someone else's? You know, you go into any modern art gallery. And, you know, when you've got, I mean, this is no disrespect to them, but when you've got people like laying out bricks in a line or having an unmade bed like Tracy Emin did, you know, if I'd have done that in my art GCSE, my art A level, I probably would have been kicked out the door, right? So it's it's very, very subjective art. Um, so this is, yeah, absolutely keep art on the curriculum, but stop, stop grading people, stop um you know marking it and comparing people to others because it's a as a creative process it should just be what it is just let people enjoy it then maybe you know we'll have a, a generation of people that stop um turning the art off you know stop you know they'll, they'll stop putting the pencils and the pencil paint brushes down and they'll carry on doing it and they'll just create and they'll get joy and happiness from it um and that'll be an amazing thing wouldn't it so, yeah, if you're feeling that right now, if you're feeling like, yeah, do you know what? I love painting, I love drawing, I love creating something, but I've always thought I'm no good at it. Stop. Stop Stop telling yourself you're no good at it. Just take joy from the process and do it and repeat it. You'll you'll learn. You'll get better. You'll, you'll find your style, your unique style. Don't you just hate it when your laptop tries to do an update in the middle of you recording a podcast episode? <laughs> ping, ping. I've left it in because it's too long for me to record, <laughs> to re-record it. I was riffing. I was on a flow. And my laptop's going, update me, update me. It's so needy.
just needs constant attention, doesn't it? It's like a child. Um, so apologies for the interruption, but you kind of get the point. I was talking about the art thing. Yeah, go and enjoy your art. Do it. Go and pick up a pencil and, and have a bit of fun, right? Um, don't vandalize places. Don't spray paint walls. I mean, not unless you're very, very good at it and you've got, you know, you've got permission. Um, but yeah, go and find, go and find your thing. Go and sculpt something. Go and build something in your garden, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, yeah, have a go. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop this little segment before my computer decides it wants to update again. You, yeah. Talking of school days, this little memory popped back into my head. And whenever I remember it, it always makes me chuckle. When I was in school, we used to do a lesson called CDT. It was to like design, something design and technology. Um, and it's where you did your bit of woodwork and your bit of metal work and stuff like that. But they wanted us this this one term to invent something, right? Be inventors, come up with something. Uh, and my idea at the time, I think my sort of like my idea at the time was this desk type thing that you could put a newspaper on that had this arm attached to it with like a little sucker, little air controlled sucker that just if you if you had issues with your hands turning the pages, right? If you struggle with that, you know this sucker this arm would come down and grab a page just take hold of it turn the page on a on a pivot turn it to the next page so that was kind of my idea never built it never came to anything uh but at the time it, it seemed like a good idea so that was my little that my little invention but the one that always stuck in my head was um a friend <laughs> a classmate who was asked by the teacher he said Brian I'll change the name change the name brian what have, what have you come up with what's your invention he said ah he says what it is is this light right bulb little box of the bulb right that you sit next to your telephone and it's connected to your telephone and when the telephone rings the light lights brilliant that's that's really good brian okay so who's it for he said ah he says this is the genius bit he says, I've invented it for the deaf <laughs> because <laughs> the deaf don't know when the phone's ringing, right? So that the little light tells them that the phone's ringing. <laughs> what do you do afterwards? <laughs> if you're deaf, phone's ringing, you got to answer that. Pointless. <laughs> Oh, dear me. Bless. Amazing invention. I think we should have built it. And just like that, that's another week done. It's over. Finished. Consigned to history. Filed on the top shelf. Episode 9, Season 3 is no more. It is an ex-podcast episode. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed, in some perverse way, listening to my um, inane rantings, please do go to your podcast provider of choice and like, subscribe, 
leave us a little feedback comment that's always pretty cool always good to hear from you with that in mind uh, i am wolfstag on instagram i am wolfstag on twitter and uh, please do drop me a line at any time that's absolutely cool please do that uh, and if you want to email your stories your thoughts your ideas your confessions um i am i am like a priest at the end of the day with with the, with the, with the world's most open confessional then email me uh if that is how you feel inclined please do who am i to stand in your way i will give you your five minutes of fame i am wolfstag at outlook.com just drop me a line so once again thank you for listening it's a pleasure as always and i look forward to speaking to you next week on episode 10 bye